Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. It feels like there are so many places to lose steam when it comes to prayer. Making time for prayer is always the first obstacle, but often we can finally make time and then something silly distracts us. We end up carving out time for prayer and still not actually spending it praying. We've all been there, so first off, just know you are not alone. In today's episode, I want to share with you 16 tips to help you get rid of distractions when you're praying. Let's dive right in. Number one, go in an actual closet. Like literally go find a spot that is free from distractions. No smelly dishes in the sink that are begging to be cleaned. No tripping over clothes to get to the sofa. No knocking over toys that make noise at the slightest touch. Just a nice, quiet spot away from it all. Matthew 6, 6 says, but you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. The KJV is actually specifically calls this a closet. So go find a closet and start praying there. Number two, be ready to brain dump. I don't think I'm the only one who struggles with this, but when I think of something I need to do, I'm scared of forgetting it which means I feel the need to actually keep it at the top of my mind. This isn't the best idea when you're trying to pray though. So I keep a post-it in my prayer journal to brain dump anything that I think of that I don't want to forget to tell myself or try to tune out and forget. If it's something you will need to remember later, write it down so you can put it out of your mind for now. Number three, close your eyes. This sounds almost too basic, but it cuts down the visual distractions in an instant. Number four, use a journal. Too many distractions was the very reason I created our first prompted prayer journal. I wanted to be able to remember the things I wanted to be praying for and spend less time distracted and more time actually praying. Having what you want to be praying for written down means you can start praying without so much energy required to focus your mind and you can get into a sweet spot to pray. And once the conversation gets going, it's normally easier to pray for others and to not be bound by a list at all. Number five, write out your actual prayers. So this goes beyond just writing out what you want to pray for and is actually writing out what you are praying for. The chances of us thinking through a grocery list as we write down a prayer are fairly rare. I'm sure it's happened to somebody, but I think it's safe to say that writing down your prayers is a great way to stay focused and to not drift off towards the other things that would distract us. Number six, set a timer. Often we can do something when we know it's for a specific time that's fairly short. Could you focus if you knew you were praying for three minutes Would you wander off on the to-do list if you knew that the buzzer would go off in like 30 seconds? Would you follow the rabbit trail or would you stay focused and pray knowing the time is short? Number seven, increase your attention span. By increasing your attention span, you are growing your muscles to handle distractions when they do come. 
We did a whole episode on increasing your attention span, and you can find the link. It's episode two in the show notes. Number eight, put headphones on, but don't put anything playing. Maybe this is just me, but I went through a long stretch of having headphones in while I worked at the coffee shop with nothing playing. It wasn't intentional. I would just put the earbuds in and start working and forget to play the music. Headphones have a way of closing you off from the world around you. And even if they aren't noise canceling headphones, this can work. Simply putting them in your ears can do the trick to help you clear out distractions. Number nine, go for a walk in a place that isn't full of people or distractions. That might sound really obvious, but go take a walk in nature where you won't run into neighbors or um, different people on the street. Be surrounded by God's creation and let the creation around you point you to the Lord and get you excited about praying. Number 10, clear your space. Don't have that fiction book that you're wanting to read or the planner sitting next by if you know it will get you thinking about other things. Number 11, put your phone away. I mean, it had to be on the list, guys. It's likely one of the biggest distractions we can have when it comes to prayer. I know it's an obvious one, but our phones were specifically designed to make us spend more time on it by smart tech people. So we have to stop the cycle. If you're planning to have prayer time, put your phone away before the 10 precious minutes that you have to pray because it can literally be eaten away by like one social media post rabbit trail. And put it up nonchalantly before. This might sound kind of weird, but when it's time to pray, you can rest knowing the phone is already put up. An example for me might be putting my phone away before Tyler leaves to take the girls to school. Then once they're out the door, I don't surf for a few minutes before praying, but instead can pray right away. I do this at night as well. If I know I don't want to spend all night on my phone, putting my phone up, I used to try to do this after the girls would go to bed. It would be the first thing I would do, but often I would have an excuse like, oh, I'll just check one little post. So now what I do is I put the phone up right before dinner. There's no chance that I can like sit there scrolling because people are waiting for me to sit down for dinner and it's put up. So whenever I leave the girl's room after putting them down, I'm able to go straight to things not on my phone. Number 12, don't get frustrated with yourself. I'm not Catholic, but I loved reading this practical advice from the catechism of the Catholic church. To set about hunting down distractions would be to fall into their trap when all that is necessary is to turn back to our heart. Anthony Galigo said about this, this is practical advice in that it lays down a simple, albeit rather unglamorous program of action that anyone can handle. When one discovers one is distracted, one must simply refocus on the Lord, return to the prayer. No need to beat oneself up over the failure. No need for extravagant pledges, plans, or arduous pilgrimages to make up for lost time. How true is that? Often distractions send us into another distraction, guilt, and frustration. Simply turn your attention from the distractions when, not if, they come and keep praying. Number 13, pray with someone else. The accountability of praying with someone else can be super helpful for fighting distractions. 
I think this applies to only one or two people though. With a big group, it can actually be really easy to zone out. With one or two people, you will stay focused and be able to be in that conversation together with someone else and with the Lord. Number 14, check your heart. Do you even care to pray? So I know that sounds really aggressive, but you know what I mean. If you're doing it to check a box, I'm telling you the smallest distraction in the world can sabotage you. But if you are ready to fight and determined to pray, you can resist more than you might otherwise. Maybe spending a few minutes thinking or even writing out what you want to pray will help you resist distractions. Maybe spending a few minutes thinking or even writing out why you want to pray will help you resist distractions. Also, check out our blog post, Seven Reasons Prayer Feels Boring, if this stands out to you. Number 15, check your posture, like your physical posture. Is feeling sleepy the distraction? I have been there a hundred times. Make sure you're sitting in a comfortable, alert position If it's almost bedtime and I want to pray but feel sleepy, I'll hit the floor and start doing stretches and it always helps. Now, caveat with this is that I don't think it's bad to fall asleep praying. If you're in bed and going to sleep, I think that's a beautiful way to fall asleep because it shows just how much we trust the Lord and we are resting in Him as we pray. But if you have prayer time and you want to stay awake for it, check your posture and be in a position that you won't fall asleep. Number 16, resolve conflict. Okay, this is one I wouldn't have thought of had I not had a really terrible conversation a few weeks ago. It was nagging at me, so I ended up getting up from my quiet time and trying to resolve it. Why was it so distracting? Besides the uncomfortable circumstances, it was hard to sit in the presence of the Lord knowing how at odds I was with one of his kids. 1 John 4.20 says, If anyone says, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. In the same way, someone can't punch a man's wife and then try to have a conversation with the husband. We just can't. I don't think this means you can't pray while having a disagreement because there are two people involved and maybe you are willing, but the other person isn't. I think what is most important is what's happening in our own hearts. Are we holding a grudge? Are we carrying hate? Resolve the conflict as best you can, whether that means talking with someone or sometimes it just means forgiving someone quietly and in your own prayer. Okay, number 17. I know I said 16, but I forgot one more. Confess sin. Sometimes prayer is going to feel impossible or like something big is blocking us in God, and that's for a reason. Isaiah 59, 2 says, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear you. So besides conflict and unforgiveness, are there any known sins you are clinging to instead of confessing? Ask God to search your heart and pray for him to reveal any unconfessed sin. And this might just be one of those internal distractions that holds us back from prayer. Okay, that is it. I'm going to read through the list one more time. Number one, go in an actual closet. Number two, be ready to brain dump. Number three, close your eyes. Number four, use a journal. Number five, write out your actual prayers. 
Number six, set a timer. Number seven, increase your attention span. Number eight, put headphones on, but don't put anything playing. Number nine, go for a walk in a place that isn't full of people or distractions. Number 10, clear your space. Number 11, put your phone away. Number 12, don't get frustrated with yourself. Number 13, pray with someone else. Number 14, check your heart. Number 15, check your posture. Number 16, resolve conflict. And number 17, confess sin. All right, so your call to action this week is to think through this list and see which apply most to you and do something differently during your next prayer time. If we want to pray differently, we can't expect to keep doing the same things and seeing different results. And if you haven't tried our prompted prayer journals, I highly recommend grabbing one for 2022. Our rhythms or our signature prayer journals would be a great way to get you ready for a distraction-free prayer in 2022. Thanks so much for listening and join us next week for 12 days of prayer leading up to Christmas. You guys have a great week.